I can't hear you there. Go. <coughs> Oh, I'm going to go. against another human being who's done them wrong and justifiably one is angry. That's nice. And the anger is such that you really enjoy not liking this person or disliking them. What's the point in forgiving them if you're actually getting something out of it? Well, why don't you just take a step back and ask, who is it that's enjoying hating this other person? Well, who is that me? Yes? If you go the other way, it, it's just, um, you know, like cutting down a, a resentment tree, there's going to be more growing. Just ask, who is it that has the, um, who enjoys the anger? If it isn't you, you'll lose interest in that. Yeah? Yes, a Christian, uh, even if the anger is towards me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's been seething for many years. Now. Yeah, well, let it cook. Yeah, you see, if, you, if we go after it, then it becomes skillful means, which is going to happen here because there's questions, but I'd like to keep it, just take a step back, because the meaning about the anger and the resentment and the other person is rooted in you. And if you're not that you, then you're not beholden to its, its, its uh, take. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So it's, it's not like you get out, you realize you weren't in. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. Well, I muted all because uh, there was background noise, and I'm trying to unmute him, and it's not unmuting. <laughs> oh, I can unmute him. Hey. Huh. Oh. Um, so yeah, really, the resentment then just becomes an aside. Or, uh, There's a huge difference between resentment and my resentment, yeah? My right, resentment right. can be like 50 years. A resentment will come and go much quicker, yeah? Why is that? Why does my resentment have much longer uh, life? Yeah? And it's amplified a lot more. It's a resentment. Yeah? Tons of people have them, seemingly. But why is it that my resentment can uh, evoke rage and prison sentences and fucking divorces and stalking charges and all these things? That my, that's the elusive little uh, influence, which is huge. Well, that's the idea of being the one who has the resentment. Yeah? So if you really want to get relief from resentments, is to get relief from the one who has the resentments. Yeah? Because the one who has the resentment needs resentments. Yeah? <laughs> it does. Resentment is like a nice reflective surface that it can see itself in. And especially a justified resentment, because then it has the innocence that it's looking for, and now you're the guilty person, the person that's resented. It's like a match made in hell, so to speak. 
Yeah. Good. Same thing with fear. Yeah, we do this. This we were doing. We shared this thirty years ago. <laughs> it's just the difference between fear and my fear is unbelievable. Again, its volume and its effect and its length is unbelievably mutated by the owning of it, by the thinking it's mine. It's it's you bring it almost to life here. Yeah, because you're you're that which is giving everything all the meaning it has. So mm, it can get to a point that you have so many resentments, you are now a resentful person. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's incredible. Then you work 20 years using skillful means and spirituality to become an unresentful person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hey, I got a question. Yeah. Okay, uh, hey Paul, thanks for uh, doing these zooms. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, I come from uh, a background. You come from the dark. <laughs> I can't even see you up there. Uh, I just got to my uh, my. Uh, I'm just pulled up in my driveway. Oh. Uh, I just wanted to. So here I am. But uh, so uh, from a paid uh, background, right? And, I know I've heard you talk about um, where we have the will, right, and then self, and then uh, either the, the self can be uh, uh, self-will, or we can have God uh, driving the will. And I know it talks about a, a uh, to, you know, talk about abandoning yourself to God, um, you know, the four steps that you know all about. Now, there's a lot of praying in AA to God to. Uh, you know, we, we pray for the will of uh, the will of God, the knowledge of the will of God, and the power to carry that out. Like, um, how do you view those things? I mean, do you pray to God, or is it that it's inherent that you're saying the fear, what's looking is God, so there's no need to pray to it? Well, I, you know, there's no rote answer. It's just, but I don't pray. Uh, but I do when I go to a meeting. I pray twice in a meeting. Because we open up the meeting with a prayer and we end the meeting with a prayer. So I basically pray <laughs> every day if I go to meetings. Yeah. Now, I wanted to go back to the other thing, which is abandon yourself to God. I have a different feel about that. See, uh, when we were out there using, we used to have beaters, you know, like a beat up car. And then we would run, ram it into a tree or something, and then we would just abandon the car. We'd walk away. Back then, there wasn't so much good, uh, inter, you know, computer, so you just abandon the car. You, no one would find out whose it was. And so basically, yeah, so the same thing. If you're identified as self, how are you going to abandon self? Because in a sense, in that case, you're trying to abandon the car as the car. Yeah? This is, so I, I like the view, the way I see it is, I'm abandoning what I'm not, self, to God, or whatever you want to call it. Yes? I'm giving up that idea of what I'm not to, over to that power that's greater than that idea of what I'm not. Yeah? That's basically how I see it. Because... You can't abandon yourself, you'd still be there. Yeah? Yeah? 
You can't abandon yourself. You'll still be there. You have, it has to be something other than you to abandon. Yeah. So this is an idea that hopefully you've reached it in a certain, not out of virtue, but out of pragmatism. That idea has really, really ripped up this life of yours, seemingly, or life. And hopefully you've had a rude awakening and realize any life run on its will is not going to be successful because you have been you have been experiencing the consequences of that. So the biggest relief I've had in recovery is when I saw that which I'm not as foreign to me. That was a big, big, big shift. Yeah. And it has never changed. It never went back. To that it was seen and uh, it's not up for review every three months or every two years or a new team comes in so self is rehabilitated enough to be me no it's just clearly I'm not that and so yeah. so the, what was it the praying and what was the other thing about a Where's Caesar? He's in the garage somewhere. All right, any other question? And uh, don't forget, people, there's a raise hand feature if you want to try that instead of just waving. A wave, you can uh, raise your hand or whatever. Yeah. Oops. You'll probably get picked for earlier if you just move money around. Just <laughs> flip money around, I'll get to you right away. This is a hierarchical situation. <laughs> All right. Any uh, any other question, or just want to say hello or something? Yes, this lady right here, Kyle. Doesn't look like a Kyle. Oh, this one here. She needs to get a meal. She has to unmute herself. Does she not? Which one is it? Down here. This one. You have to unmute yourself. Oh, Sorry, there you I go. Think I, I, I think I accidentally raised my hand. And and this is Julia. Uh, oh, Julia. Julia. Oh, Julia. You wore a disguise. I wouldn't have accepted. Ah, you fooled me. I have a disguise. My son is using this thing for his homeschooling. So he changed the name from Julia to Kyle. So. Oh, all right. Um, I, I like what you're saying. What I, what I love about what you're saying, I guess, is, is it's just so fast to see Santa Claus that you've always thought yourself to be. It was just Santa Claus, the monster under the bed, you know. I, 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 love, I love what you're saying, so thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Yes. How about Mike? Mike's? Servini, Mike, how are you? Hey, Paul, good. How you doing? Good. Yeah. I hate to disturb you. You want to ask a question? You look comfortable there. Yeah, no, I can't think of anything to ask. Um, traveling lighter, you know, it's pretty cool. Yes, yeah. Things are, are leveling off little by little. The one thing I want to say about traveling lighter, it's interesting because usually, like I had a, an old Tai Chi master, and when I'd call him and I'd be bitching about how bad it's been for a few weeks, he would always say, well, I'm sorry, 
I mean, uh, congratulations, it's going to get really good soon, yeah? And if I would say, I've been feeling great for a while, he would say, I'm sorry, you're going to feel bad. Traveling lighter doesn't play that dualistic game. It, gr it just, yes, the curve goes, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what's been happening. Um, it's, it's really, it's... It's kind of hard to, it's just getting used to it, you know, because it's with all the, everything going on in the world, it doesn't seem to matter that much. I mean, it matters, but you know, it doesn't, there's not an effect like it used to be. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just everyday life. Yeah. Yeah. And, Those are and, good. Hmm? No, no, just watching people here at the house. They all have 15 yards distance. Uh, right. Yeah. And then the just being on, it's kind of interesting. It's just being on. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. It's not, it's not fireworks or bells and whistles. It's just, uh, it's kind of chill and it's just present. So, yeah, that's. That's what's been happening here. Great, yeah. Well, as a description of Traveling Lighter, that's pretty good. Yeah, there's a change of interest, that's for sure. It's, it's not, some people, because they're used to being so wrapped up in things, may think it's an indifference, but it really isn't. It's just a, a, a change, it's just the interest has been moved, yes. And... Uh, yeah, it's a whole different ball game. It doesn't go by what you would think uh, what would happen here. You just really, it's like how it could play out in time that there was a final realization that you are what you've been looking for. Yeah. So if that wasn't going to happen all in a zippo second, but it would play itself out as an expression, that's what it's like. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, the warnings are basically, you can't set out to lose interest. That would be interest, yeah? You have to see the, the, the trapping of the identification as what you're not. It doesn't, it's, it's mechanical and it's, uh, it's quick, very fast, yeah? So the doing is going to be claimed by the mechanical mental state. It doesn't mean it's going to, to, it will be a convincing or not, but it will keep claiming, yeah? So a lot of people, when they start hearing this idea, they think that that thing is just gonna be put to rest. I'm gonna enter the no thought realm or whatever, and it's gonna be, unless you have a tendency, it would be difficult to live that way, and yet, because they really, it signifies when the mental state moves, they feel like they've been moved, yeah? That's what there's a loss of interest in in that. All the little, see, there's a lot of uh, pointing at comet tails and there's no comet, yeah? The mental state keeps pointing and, and it's, what it's pointing is, you see, you've moved away. You've seen, you've, yes? It has, it, it, uh, you lose interest in all that. 
you really lose interest in the need to be liberated. That's where the real liberation is. The, the real liberation is an inherent possibility. Yeah, it's always available at all times. It's your, you lose interest in the need to be liberated. That's what happens. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes the thought will arise, well, may, maybe there's more, maybe I'm not liberated enough, but then all of a sudden I just see it as a thought. Well, you and can take a test to see it. if you're liberated enough. Okay. I have a test. I can sell it to you on the website. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. And then you send, send you, uh, you send me the information. I'll send you back the result. <laughs> send some money right now. What? Okay. The money's, That's right. The money's on the way. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> David Case yeah, has his head up. That's kind of what it is. It's just uh, just seeing, like you say, it's just keep. I keep seeing what I'm not. Yeah. That's yes. all you can see here. <laughs> oh, here's the other thing. There's a scientific study that, that measured, they, they questioned people, they put electrodes on their head, and they knew what their answer was going to be before the, the cell phone kicked in. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. It was half a second, the time, it's a half a second. Yeah, and then the claiming happens. That's how fast it is. Yeah, that's why it came to it became clear to me that as a process, that's the quickest quickest process here in time. Yeah. I don't see how there's any process that's going to beat that process. Yeah, so there would be statements like an old Zen statement: "You can't use activity to produce stillness." That would be activity. Yeah. So you can't outdo yourself from the doers, yeah? It just doesn't work. So what we need, we need uh, I don't know, we don't need anything, but you see what you're not, and in that seeing what you're not, the sense of no time, or if you want to use it as a comparison, timelessness, and then from there you see the selfing, yeah? And then you see, because a, a, a split second in time, seen from timelessness, can really be slow-mo. And you can see how the whole thing sets up. Yeah? You can. And then it's just mechanical. It just claims. And you have to, you have to open up to just some kind of sober assessment when you see that Verbing is what's happening, and then the narration implies that it means a noun. We're so unbelievably ass backwards. We've got the horses and is behind the cart. We think nouns are doing the verbing, when verbings is where the noun is derived from. Yeah. I mean, what? It's sort of. Why would you look anywhere else if you see that? I mean, because. It's not going to get better the 50th step, yeah? Yeah? Like each step is going to progress, geometrically progress this insane assumption. So you by, by seeing it from before it, yeah, then oh, there's just a, there's relief, but also the, the intimation of inherent relief yeah 
you may feel relieved, but also it's implying in a very beautiful way that the relief is really always available at all times. Yes? Yeah. It took a long time for that this message to kind of sink in because it's so simple. Because I had no idea when I first started listening to you, I had no idea what you were talking about. It just, <laughs> no, it just didn't make any sense. But over time, it just kind of... It just started changing. Things just started clicking. Yes. Yes, I've heard this so many times, man. People constantly talk to whoever is at the door at a meeting and say, they always tell them, hey, everything this guy says goes over my head. So then they ask me, he asked me, hey, Paul, what about that? Everything you say goes over their head. And I said, well, that's where I'm aiming, yeah? We're aiming at over the head because we're not. I saw the futility of talking to Mike or Kyle, aka Julia or Christian. I saw the futility of trying to talk to them about what we are. I much rather talk to what we are about Christian and about Julia. Yes, that works. The other way doesn't work, it just reinforces the um the assumption so yeah there's a great hoang po is one of my greatest my favorite uh dudes so to speak so in hoang po one of his statements is hey you can't use the buddha to seek the buddha you can't use mind to seek mind you can't use light to seek light so here we are at this meeting let's say and we were live or we are live and I would see Donna, Christian, uh, Keith, Monique, yes? But I'm not talking to Donna, Christian, Monique. I'm, I'm hoping to talk through Donna, Christian, Monique, and hit the Buddha. Yeah, I don't want to talk to Monique about the Buddha. It doesn't go anywhere. I want to talk to Buddha about Monique. <laughs> that goes somewhere. Because if you see Monique from the Buddha, there'll be a lot of loss, there'll be a, a huge loss of interest in Moniquing. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Or selfing. It will be. And the selfing can't generate the sense of self without a lot of interest and attention given to it. It can't. Yeah. It's a tough, re it's a tough projection as it is. It needs a lot of oomph. Yeah, from what's what's so to project it, and basically, if it's completely got the, the the source of light, it only lasts for eighty years anyway. It's it's so difficult to hold this fucking image, you know. And that's one of the great reliefs is when that is. It's like an urban renewal project finally being canceled. You just freaking drop, and then you realize. You've been trying to get out of you as you your whole freaking life. Yeah. <laughs> vehicle drug addiction, vehicle spirituality, vehicle this, vehicle that. Because the programming is never going to get that self can't get out of self. Its whole life is about self getting out of self. <laughs> That's its whole drive. And I've seen, I've been on enough vehicles. <laughs> that I don't need to go, I don't need to try the whole fleet. I had, I've tried it enough ways to realize 
the car doesn't mean the journey has changed. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Judaism, Kabbalah, Buddhism, whatever. It doesn't matter. If you're in it, <laughs> it's going to be severely compromised. Its ability to bring about any kind of anything will be so severely compromised by you being engaged in it. <laughs> news but it's true i mean our own interest is the biggest obscuring agent what are you going to do yeah <laughs> and if you don't believe it keep on doing what you're doing <laughs> you know it's going to convince you somehow because uh yeah yeah so yes a lot and also we like to overwhelm the person who thinks they're hearing this yeah I don't like, you know, taking a minute of deep breathing and our eyes closed because the selfing regroups. It's very fast, yeah? And then it will be immediately the selfing will be at the meeting. <laughs> then you got to start all over again. So you just want to overwhelm everybody so there'll be holes and the ball will get through, yeah? Because you think it's, it's being thrown at your mitt. It's trying to get around your mitt, yeah? And once they hit, once the, the once it hits its target, there's a whack usually. And what happens is people go home and think about it, and it gets neutered. Yeah. And then they think they got to get more wax. And then the biggest thing is, when is it going to stabilize? Yeah. And what that desire only comes from something that's completely agitated, <laughs> which is the selfing. <laughs> well, yes. There is David. Oh, someone, David? David Case. David Case. He's got a question, I think. You have a question or you? Yeah. You something to, I appreciate, but to... I'll think, uh, can you hear me on this? Yeah, we can hear you. I'm just trying to see you. Oh, yeah, there you are, David. How are you? Good, man. Appreciate it. So I think you might have answered it already, but something you said earlier about uh, when shit's true or when shit comes through, it's not back up for review later on, right? If it, you see that stuff is coming back up for review, so to speak, is that just essentially the regrouping? Well, yeah, it's, that's the, actually what's coming up is the reviewer. Yes? Yeah, the reviewer comes up, and then it needs to, and then it needs to, something to review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you see it that way, it's good because you'll see, yeah, you'll see in that which was, you'll see what you're not. That's the point. If you see what you're not, it's not going to be like a vigilance. You've got to be on it all day. It runs to a certain point, and then there's a leap, a quantum leap, like a hundredth monkey phenomena, where you get something, yeah, which produces, what does it, how does it show its effects here? There's a humility comes over the action figure. It realizes it, something is doing for it what it couldn't do for itself, which is traveling lighter, really. So now it's, a, it's an expression and in an observation of what it has nothing to do about causing. 
Yeah, that's the beauty of it. That's really the root of traveling lighter. Yeah. As soon as traveling lighter is owned by a you, it's heavy. <laughs> then you want it to stabilize more. Uh, why isn't it bigger? Uh, you know, I want those fireworks and shit. Well, you know, <laughs> it's like we always used to say, you found out there's a great party, but every time you get there, it sucks. You got to see <laughs> your role in things. <laughs> Just listen, and you don't have to follow. Where did the message go? Just, yeah. Just let it do its thing. And if and after a few weeks or months, so just like my friend Mike said, he didn't know what the fuck I was saying, but now it's working. There you go. That's why I get Christmas cards from people I met seven years ago. <laughs> it takes them seven years to, to get it. Then I get a Christmas card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. I think Gary's uh, Gary. Oh, um, Gary. Gary, yes. Yeah, yeah. Hi. Hey, Gary. Um, yeah. So I want to put this back, this conversation back to the fourth step inventory. All right. Because when I, when I sit down and do an inventory, it, it very soon becomes what you call self getting out of self. I'm, I'm doing this. I haven't, I have, and I want to do, I want to, you know, answer all the questions, right. So that I'm free. And, and that's, I hear you talk. I hear, well, yeah, there, there it is right there. I'm sort of like, I'm stuck right out of the gate. I wonder if there's, I don't know, maybe there's some kind of meditation that's done that makes these, inventory is more useful then let just me just share you with one see the inventory can be a lot of different takes can be given to the inventory process the one take that i like starts at page 64 and bill w says being convinced which is used in a lot of the first few steps a lot because that's the requirement they're going to present a diagnosis of the disease that you or I seem to be taken over by, and then hopefully you're convinced of that because that leads you to the next movement, yeah? So being convinced that self, this, this idea of being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the haver, the loser, yes, the winner, being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. So just like this screen, there's a lot of us, yeah? And yet, if this was a recovering group, then I would see there would be one thing called self or selfing that had defeated every one of us. Yeah? Self and us are different. Yeah? Being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. We will now look at its common manifestations. This is the inventory. The first paragraph says resentment is the number one offender. So resentment in this view is a manifestation of self in one's life. They're not your resentments. They're not your fear. 
So basically, he's giving you a diagnosis, and then you'll see the extra liver, so to speak, that you believe you have is the mind. <laughs> yeah, it didn't come with the body. You just did an anatomy, or so, you know, an autopsy. What's that motherfucker thing? Yeah, this tumor or something. The my, all right? So now you just, you strip the my away and you're looking at resentments, fears, acting out to get what you want, hurting other people. And now you see those are manifestation of self, which isn't us, yeah? Difference, yes? This is what happened when it hit me in recovery. I saw the word self as a parasitical movement, or a foreign pathogen, or a foreign installment. I saw it as other than me, and immediately, I mean immediately, the possibility is I could be free from it. And then it told me what was happening since I've been six years old. I've been trying to be free as self. Yeah? I didn't know I, didn't know I was identified as the foreign pathogen. So I could never entertain being free from it. I was entertaining everything uh, from it, yeah? I was trying to be free as the self instead of from it. Clear, very, very clear. And I was convinced, yeah? It's never changed for 30-something years now. That's so you could look at the inventory that way, Yeah? So there you go. You don't have to meditate upon it. It's been preying on you. Let's freaking just write it out and see. And then resentment, my resentments. They're not yours, bro. They're not. Yeah? They're resentments. They're resentments because you're looking at life from a point of view called extreme self-centeredness. And you're seeing tons of shit that isn't happening. Really? You're seeing threats when no one's there threatening you. It's just a fucking, it's like a house of mirrors, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Other people look at the inventories differently, but I, I'm not another person. So just there you go. If you come here, you're going to get cod. I'm a cod salesman. I'm not going to give you mackerel or fucking trout, anything like that. This has been my own experience. So I'm sharing it with you. And right, I feel it's so pretty solid sense. because I've been relieved of the bondage of self as if the problem doesn't exist for me right now, for a lot of right nows. So, yeah. There is Jeffrey. Jeffrey? I don't know who's Jeffrey. Wherever yes, you are. Good, good evening, Paul. Um, I was just... Uh, oh, I'm, Jeffrey, I've been listening to all your uh, podcasts, and they're fantastic. I, I like the idea of a spiritual subpoena. So oh, I'm yeah. I'm reporting to court here. Anyways, the question I, I just don't understand is the thousand monkeys. I, I don't know what you're talking about with that. All right, you know, a few times. All right, I'm going to explain it. So there was this, there was a, a, like a, a study of animals in the islands, right? And there was an island with monkeys on it. And in this island of monkeys, one monkey one day realized it picked something up and it used it as a tool. Yes? The monkey found something that they had never seen it as a tool before, and he finally saw it as a tool, so he made a leap, and he used it. And certain other monkeys saw him, and then somehow all the monkeys on that island got the message, 
and it may not have been uh, from, you know, there was social distancing there, so there wasn't like from me to you. And then they realized uh, monkeys on an island away from that island got it. So that to me is the hundred monkey phenomenon. Yeah. So somebody gets an idea, it whoop, opens up something, it can become like contagious. And then when it produces a critical mass, there's a leap. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If 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 the position now instead of looking for what you are from what you're not gets shifted to seeing what you're not looking for what you are from what you are that's the monkey shit yeah now you leave the horse in front of the cart for a while a lot gets freaking revealed yeah and so you go to a meeting and let satsang. You're sitting at a satsang. You don't know what the freaking person's meaning, but something's happening. There's something going on, and there's like a the certainty becomes like a contagion, and therefore there can be a certain leap where you have you don't have to go through thousands of examples. Yeah, you get you have your certain quota of maybe eight or twelve. Or hopefully it'll be just a review of your past, your previous life. And then there's a leap. The mind goes, yeah? And then that which you were seeking for or hoping to arrive at or trying to make it, if you ever got there, stabilize, you now are looking at all those activities from that which you were looking for. Yeah? And what happens? We'll find out. You'll be chilled out in a lot of ways, I'm sure. Yeah? So that's what I mean by the hundred monkey phenomena. Yes? Come the satsangs, people here, they've come, and then, and suddenly, but there's a little bit of a leap, and then things finally become clear. It's sort of like, um, let's say you're looking at things in your room and it's dark. You're not really seeing them. You're just living by a memory, yeah? But what would happen if the lights are turned on? You will see them. And you may have been looking at something in a sort of a darkness for quite a while, and then suddenly that thing is shown in light, and there's a clarity, yeah? Hopefully that's what satsang is. So just as a follow-up, uh, Paul, so you're basically then saying it's quite fine to listen to the podcast. I like to listen to them. Oh, yeah. Why would you not? If, uh, Jesus, if I find something I like to do, I'm going to do it. I, I hate when the head does that. It's, it, it's got you in an arid life. You're, it's like living in a desert. You find something you like, and then it starts questioning, should I do it? <laughs> it's fucking insane. I mean, not once did I ever ask, oh, should I surf today? <laughs> <laughs> I just went to the water and I went in every day, every, every chance I got. I had a guy once, he came over my house and he had gotten a big inheritance. And it had put seemingly, his head produced a lot of fucking trouble out of it. He was afraid, how are people going to react to me? And he went on and on and on and on. I said, well, bro, if you know, if, if it's a burden, kick down. Give me 70,000. I'll be fine. 
I swear to God, I couldn't believe the head. He gets a quarter of a million and he starts fucking himself with it. Jesus Christ. If that's not slavery, I don't know what is. Yes? I really don't know what is. So, yeah, so in a way, that self-will run, run riot, right? Pretty much. See, sometimes self-will is just running. You're lucky if you can see it rioting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Usually that, that may kill you to get to that point. You better learn from others. Yeah. The rioting of self can be very, very terminal. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is Cesar. Cesar, Cesar. Oh, Cesar, how are you? You have to unmute yourself. You gotta mute yourself or unmute yourself. Yeah. Okay, there we go. There you go. Okay, hey, and I got your books too, really good. Uh, I really like the uh, the Escape to Everywhere, the great one. Um, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, and I'm curious your thoughts on this. Is this kind of the narration and the seer? Um, Kind of like you see these uh, documentaries, Amazing Planet, where they're filming all these animals, and they got the narrator David Attenborough there, kind of telling you what you're looking at. Yeah. Um, is that kind of a comparison to what's happening to us? Like, as soon as we start seeing, the self starts narrating. Yes. Okay. Yes, of course. But the thing is, it's not David Attenborough, but it's what right. we would call our voice, which just comes from an identification as the body. Because the vocal cords of our body are making a certain sound, and we, there's a claiming of that to imply it's your voice. Yes. You wouldn't listen to David Attenborough's voice for more than a two hour show. You've been listening to Cesar's voice for 40 years. <laughs> there's a real, there's a huge, a huge leap in the uh, addictiveness, the quality of selfing, yeah? The addiction, the, the addiction of the mental state to this idea of self is way beyond addictions that we know here, yeah? Because I always share it. I used to do a lot of cocaine. I loved cocaine. I mean, it was like my God, yet I never thought I was cocaine, ever. We're starting at... The, I never even got to that point, and I mean, my, I was a 100% junkie. I gave it the best I could. I didn't even get close to the point of taking myself to be the drug. <laughs> this is what's happening. The mental state is taking itself to be the drug. And we're starting there. That's insane. Yeah. There's no way out once there's a sense or a belief you're in. There's no way out. You have to see you're not in. Yeah? You have to see you're not that. Mm -hmm. So that's that's like witnessing the the narration, witnessing that when I see that show, that that kind of same thing is happening within this, uh, what you call observational expressional vehicle, that that's actually what's taking place and I can witness it as something separate than me. Well, it's not separate from you because there's no you to be separate right. from. But yeah, there's. Uh, I don't like the word witness because it sounds like there's a someone, but let's say witnessing, yeah? But in my own sense of it, I've lost interest in witnessing and all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all I want to, 
it's come to, it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> the results are in. <laughs> I'm not that. It's just, uh, you know, it's just. <laughs> when I listen to you speak then, like I try to picture what you're, cause I, all I've ever done is seen you on YouTube for so many years, all these years. And I always see you just speaking. Right. But I never know what your day must be like. And so how does this translate into what your day is like, uh, for you, like on an average daily life? Um, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, mean, I do, I do, but I don't, all you can describe is the, uh, you can observe the expression of the action figure. Yes. So basically, uh, I just wake up. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I usually don't have to get up right away, so I'm, uh, I like, I hear a lot of vibratory sound, yeah? We used to call it the hum and stuff, and, or, and so I'm fascinated with that, so I stay there for a while. I get up, make coffee, have a coffee, uh, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> avoid any emails or anything phone calls, avoid them. Then I do some breathing and do some, because I, my body's been damaged this life, yeah? So I do some body work, you know? And then basically, today I built a little uh, temple for a Buddha statue in my backyard with all this shit that's there. And I had a great time, yeah? I have so many Tibetan flags. Someone gave me a huge amount of Tibetan flags, Izzy. I have them all around. <laughs> so it's like, I'm just having a little, you know, whatever. We're in self-isolation here, so, yeah. Right, self-isolation. Yeah, isolation. yeah, yeah. Right. So you're, I'm in, I'm in a, I just, I just, I just roam around the compound. Luckily we have a huge yard, so. I don't do anything much, really. I try to, just, I know one thing I want to share. I've observed that I can, exp I can, articulate stuff that people can't yes so and i do know uh so i'm the action figure is more than happy to be used yeah yeah and you're a god in the thrift store yes but uh i'm a god i'm, <laughs> I'm a god without any temples they're all closed right now I'm actually starting to wear the shit I always I bought for years. <laughs> no, the one of the things you find is, uh, you know, not being the album, you can go from 33 and a third to 45 to 78. Yes. Yeah. You can be moved around. So I don't, nothing happens. I'm not meditating all day. I feel meditated all day, but I don't do anything like, uh, yeah, I just That'd do. Be interesting. Hmm? It'd be interesting. Uh, cause you know, we all know you through these talks and it's, it's always been curious to me like, well, who is, well, okay. Paul, right. Okay. I don't want to get stuck in all that, but, uh, how you are when you're not doing the talks. I mean, I, we'd all be fascinated maybe one day to follow Paul around one day. You'd probably lose interest by around 1 p.m., 1 to 2. Really? Yeah. Well, 
might be interesting. You know, all you need is a couple hours. It doesn't really change. <laughs> well, not all day. Not all day. <laughs> two hours will show you pretty much the whole uh, portfolio. Can I ask you for a second here? Yeah. Yes. Does that Julia? It's Kyle, aka Julia. Make make a note about this. Yeah. You know, with, without revealing any details, I have had the privilege of observing this this fine man while he's having a nice, fun day, and he doesn't fucking talk about this. Apparently. <laughs> yes. That's why it's a nice, fine day. <laughs> but one thing, this is an imitation. It doesn't need a dissertation. It may need re repeating here, which is what yeah, the see the sign does. Yeah, are so much fun. What? what? Yeah. So it's mind candy. I sure love your dissertations. I'm sorry, but it's like, I just think your your thesis and your dissertation is just absolutely brilliant so i, I still... keep her on longer from now on <laughs> kyle let's move kyle aka box up here to the to the what do they call these the penthouse boxes yeah. all right thank you yeah it's like the brainy bunch isn't it oh this yeah it's funny yeah all right, let's go. Let's move to someone else. All right, Julia. It's all right. Okay. Thank, thank you for that, though. Anyone else? I have a question. Yep. Can you hear me all right? Yes. I'm on an airplane here. So. Hey, it's Patrick. Um, so I, I don't know if this is going to make any sense. I'll try it. Um, sometimes I, I feel like uh, I see the attempt to own uh, the self and uh, for a moment, perhaps uh, feeling like it's a process that uh, I don't need to identify myself with. My question is, do you see um, the meaning? When we see the world as meaningful, you know, we interpret everything around us. Is, is that a part of the self-thinking? process in your eyes? I didn't or hear so what did he say? Is there a is, is, is you giving meaning to stuff? Is there a part meaning of the, the world outside of, uh, outside of the selfish process? Or, is there oh, for sure, uh, sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. But in a way there's not a narration. <laughs> Not a world according to There's you. not a narration outside the selfing process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, of course, it's just like if you have the extremeness of what can happen is you have something that you believe caused a lot of havoc in your life and you've deemed it the worst thing that ever happened. And maybe after a year or two of some change, you see it as the best thing that ever happened. So you can see the role that's, that we have here as an action figure. There's meaning being given through the action figure to everything else, yeah? Now, if you want to spend a lot of time trying to change the meaning the action figure is giving to everything without changing the meaning of the action figure, to me, that's a lot of unnecessary work. And it really just reinforces the need to do more work. 
Yeah, but if you can just see you're not that which is giving meaning to things, yes, then you'll travel lighter through the meanings that are being given to things. Yeah, and you'll get new. There's uh, there's upgrades also. Yeah, <laughs> you get upgraded. You do. You start seeing a lot more flowers and hummingbirds and. Uh, you're available because you're not trying to keep up with the narration. Yeah, You're available to um, things that you may have overlooked in the past, yes? Yeah. Yeah. Is that all right now? Yeah, that, Great. that makes sense. That's exactly why I asked, because it seems like a lot of the meaning that uh, we get out of things is a meaning relative to us, right? Of course, like, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. To me. Um, so I, I almost have a hard time imagining what the meaning that's not relative to me. Uh, well, you know what they used to say in Hinduism and stuff? I think it's Hinduism. The shit hits the fan once we start naming stuff. Yeah? So a lot of times... Like the Course in Miracles used to have a lesson called, uh, still does, lesson two, which is you and I give everything all the meaning it has. And you can see things before that occurs. Yeah? You can see things before meaning is given to them. So you'll have a, you'll, you'll be open to a new relationship with things. Yeah? Because you'll see the thing before the meaning's given to it. Yes? You just won't remember. <laughs> just no, no joke, Paul. Uh, I, I told you I was moving to New York. I got to New York and uh, in quarantine didn't have much. Yeah, I, I know. Talking, talking about the uh, Course in Miracles, I found it at the bookstore. And I'm on, I'm on the second one right now. Oh, good. <laughs> well, just do that yeah, while you're in quarantine. Just look around the same room you'll be in for two weeks. Look around and see that you're giving that chair all the meaning it has. Yeah. Then you'll see before the chair is formulated. Yeah. What? You'll have free samples, we all do, of us being before everything. It's just, you know, where it's so obvious you don't have to keep at keep looking, am I before everything? You just see that what's seeing can't be seen. In other words, what's seeing isn't an object for seeing to see. Yeah, it's, you'll get a sense of it. And then you rest, you know, that's put to rest. That I, you know, that, oh, I've got to see what's before all seeing. Well, you have. <laughs> Not the way you thought, but it got the same message through. <laughs> Yet there's no one to have the message. That's the message. Yeah. So this is so beautiful. Problem. Problem demands a solution. Yeah. In this, the solution says there's no problem. Therefore, no needs for a solution. Negates the whole freaking thing. You see it? Beautiful. Yeah. But the thing is, what people do, what people do 
is they try to talk from the solution while they're sitting in the problem. And then they starve themselves from getting relief right now because there is no pause or whatever. That's one of the pitfalls of us entertaining non-duality. The mental state tries to use it as some weird advantage and it never works. <laughs> you feel just as shitty when that girlfriend left before you heard about non-duality and after you hear about non-duality. <laughs> so I've got to disagree. So basically, <laughs> all right, so but if you see really the problem from the solution, there's no need for a solution. If you believe you're seeing the problem from the solution and there's a demand for the solution, you are off. Basically, yeah, yeah. Somebody had a disagreement. It's going to turn into debate. Who? Somebody I think was disagreeing that maybe that they weren't help. They felt help. Oh, uh, whatever. Where are? Who's the? Anyone else? Someone has their TV on. Please, whatever. That's, that was way at the beginning. Of the oh, what did we begin? Any questions anymore? No. How's my friend, Yari? Yeah, there he is. How are you? Good. Did anyone ever tell you that you talk too much? No. <laughs> 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 All right, Z, you have anything for us? You, you need to unmute you yourself. You have to unmute. Unmute. There he goes. No. No. I can do it for him too. I'll have a okay. okay, I did. Here, yeah, here you go. Here's the. Oh, you can hear me. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I kind of uh, remember uh, you saying, and I, I did believe it even before that, that uh, in every question there is an answer. That's even before the question. So that kind of inhibits uh, many questions because uh, I, you know, basically agree with everything you say. And I think you put it well. Uh, actually, what I would say, I, I like this format of your uh, whatever, connecting with us through uh, question and answer. Uh, the talks get a little repetitive, whereas this way, I think the best comes out of you and, uh, you know, what you want to say, what you want to communicate. So anyhow, that's, uh, that's it. Thanks, C. Yes. Yeah, from years of not having questions, I've... <laughs> And more questions the first two Zooms than I've had for years. <laughs> it's an it's, yeah, it's cool. I realize that they're effective and that uh, people like it. Yes, I know. People like it, yes. You're dealing with people. Yeah. The thing, the thing is, you know, when I went to satsangs when I was younger, I'd like the, the person would give a share and it was really nice, you know, the teacher, and then the questions would start. Right. And sometimes like the first question would be about relationship and then the horses were out of the barn. Then everyone who got up there was another one and I could feel the change in the energy. So I, it's, I, I, yeah, I like, sometimes I feel well, see, in non-duality, I feel it's nice, it's, 
it's best not to be helpful. You want to leave people with their own devices so they see they're not their own devices. But in this this venue and in recovery, helpful is appropriate, yeah? Right, right. So it's just, uh, I got to get off the old idea that it should only be like it is when i doing the talk, so. No, I like your approach, and basically you, uh, you do not agree with whatever person says because it comes from their concepts, and you basically remind them of, uh, of the truth, that they're coming from, uh, if you will, ego self or, or conditioned self, that, uh, and, and you'd like to bring them back to their real self, which uh, has no problems and no uh, questions for that matter. So, uh, no, I, I do like that. That sort of reminds me of Nisargadatta, who also had similar style. He never agreed with any of the questioner. He would like to bust their concepts. And I see you pretty much uh, doing the same thing. You kind of uh, get them to the basic point that who's asking the question, or who feels a certain way, whatever. Anyhow, I do like that. Oh, well, thanks, see. Well, we like you. <laughs> Yes. Anyone else? Or we'll end soon. Eh? What time is it? Hey, Paul. How's it going, man? Good. Uh, can you hear me? Part I can. I'm just trying to see who it is. The guy hey, with the listen, I have my hand up. Oh, up there. All right. Yes. Hey. Um, uh, so this, this has just been happening lately, and I, I was wondering if you could talk uh, just a bit um, about sort of this feeling of um, having your head in the tiger's tiger's mouth and then um and then the selfing sort of tries to uh produce a modicum of success here uh using skillful means not not applying non-duality because that can't be applied but but dualistic skillful means and it just just feels like it fails and uh the grip tightens tiger's grip tightens and is that just says us more of seeing what you're not because um but let's yeah. just let's just see. Let's just switch it. Maybe you're the tiger with the self's head in its mouth. Yeah. Maybe it's not the other way around. Yeah. 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 That would change everything, eh? Yeah. Yeah. That's all it takes is a little switcheroo. Yeah. There's a lot of shit in tiger's mouths. <laughs> it's a very large mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, I used to be very... Spirituality did not bring the best out in me. Yeah, it made me much more rigid in a sense. And I remember I'd have a girlfriend and she wanted to hang out with me, but I was too busy doing my forms and get away from me. <laughs> It was just insane. It was insane. <laughs> now, when I started to entertain these ideas, it's just chilled me out completely. I mean, I don't have any interest in transcending or getting clearer or whatever. I just, I see that's the marketplace of selfing, yes? I don't, uh, it's just a dog shit awareness. Just uh, I've the interest and attention. See, I feel interest and attention that's not directed is presence, really. 
Yeah. So when interest and attention, instead of going on to things all day, mental things, this and that, rests in its own nature, yeah, that's presence. So it's like the interest and attention, the whole pack, maybe a couple of the dogs still go because they still believe the bone is going to be there, but you're not that. And then the interest and attention is resting, yeah? Well, I, don't, I don't know how else to say it. Interest and attention isn't resting in time, yeah? But interest and intention and being interested and attentive to something that's not of time, it, that's rest. So you don't, you're not interested in a thing, you have a sense of no thing, yeah? It's the interest and attention still, but it's not, it produces a different effect because it's not on another thing, yeah? And so you believe you have to lose interest in things. But this is a loss of interest in things, but then a gaining of interest in no thing. Yeah? But there's no directing it or focusing it or concentrating it. It's very relaxed, very fucking chilled out because there's a deep assurance of the match. Yeah? It just... If you want to call it finding what's already there, there's that. It's a, sort of a weird way of saying it, but it's like finding what's already there. It, it just rests. Now, I have enough interest and attention to make it through a day, especially in the self-isolation. We're not doing squat. So <laughs> my interest and attention, you know, oh, coffee, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I got to make a call, shit like that. Oh, I'm interested in this. But that... Other aspect of interest tension, a large amount of it never leaves what's always available at all times. Because <laughs> it doesn't have to learn anymore, oh, something that comes and goes doesn't deserve great interest. It no, it's all clear about that. It's finally landed, yeah, not on a concept about something, but on nothing, yeah? So I feel that's the presence. See. You can tell when people are in presence because they don't know it. Once they want to know they're in presence, the interest and attention goes to them again. Yeah? yeah. Now they're the present. So the, so, and then you're trying to make it. How can I be there to get it? You can. Yeah? <laughs> if you're interested in feeling the presence, you're on that thing, which you're not. If you're chilled out, it's there. How can I make it? It doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, maybe it does, but who? I've lost interest in it. <laughs> I've lost interest in making it work. I, yeah. So yeah. maybe there needs to be a certain level of uh, interest in, I don't know, back, back, uh, back into more dualistic things to, to maybe, maybe produce a certain modicum of success for the self. Yeah, and then it'll, find, it'll again find that its its sense of emptiness isn't produced. It's the sense of selfing's emptiness isn't produced, nor is it taken away by anything. It'll find it will get to a conclusion it would love to avoid. It will see its its supreme irrelevance. 
It's like the hungry ghost in Tibetan Buddhism. It's got a big, small mouth and a huge belly. It's never going to get enough. It's a movement. It's the movement that's agitation that's demanding spirituality become stabilized. It's slavery. It's slavery to me. So, yeah. I'm happy to see you, my friend. Yeah? Yeah, likewise. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. You want to end now? What time is it? It's um, 8.40. 8.40? All right, we'll go. What, another question? Monique, Just how are you? What? No, it's no, not, you've had enough. AA birthday? What? Is today your AA birthday? No, no. It's a couple of days ago. Monique, oh, I'm going to pick Paul Hedeman. Paul Hedeman. <laughs> oh, no. Monique. Hi, Paul. Hey, Monique. How are you? Really well. Oh. Really well. In Peru. You're in Peru. Yeah, you can't get out, eh? No, no. But that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mama's good. Mama's good. Yeah, she, so yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. It's good to see you. Good to see you, honey. Amelia's here, and yeah, yeah. So yeah, love you guys. Good to see you. Miss if you need you. anything, you, uh, just call the Canadian embassy. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Air Canada. <laughs> and Air Canada. Yeah. All right, honey. See you. Hey, what's what's end, eh? Sharon, everyone. Yes. Is that okay, Keith? Yeah. Nice to meet everyone. I see someone sleeping over here. Who's this? Martha and Howard? Oh, oh she's so up. She's oh, yes, we caught you. <laughs> in Los Angeles. Oh, how are you, Howard? Prime time. We love they were you, sleeping. Oh, beautiful. All right, good. Sorry to disturb your rest there. <laughs> All right, Howard, stay in touch. Hey, we're gonna say we're gonna be again Saturday, 1:30 p.m. If you're interested, and then in the next week, I think we're gonna come up a day, a night for AA recovery. We're gonna do which will be just recovery. Yeah, but uh, come join us Saturday, 1:30 p.m. Yes, and uh, if you have any extra cash, you like to send it to Zen Bitslap. Uh, Remember, more is always better. <laughs> See you guys. See you. Thank See you. you. See bye you. Bye See bye you, bye. Christian. Bye bye. Bye, Amelia. Bye. Amelia, right. Thank you, Paul. See you. See you, Donna. See you, everyone. See you, bye. Mike. Keep traveling, Lyda. Yeah, yeah. Donna.